Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Yeah, it's been a, uh, a tough day uh, in Edmonton, to say the least. John Short passing away at the age of 86. Jason Greger just uh, putting out about uh, about a half an hour ago. He's got a story up in Oilers Nation about the passing of Robin Brownlee today at the age of 65. Uh, two men that I knew for a, a long time. Uh, many of you have commented on... Uh, on the passing of John and Robin. Uh, Dan and uh, Sangudo says, Bob, tough news about your long-term colleagues today. Your long-time listeners mourn with you guys. Also, true fans of the show will follow the different time slots on road trips. Uh, too good of a show to pass on. Well, John's show uh, was it's interesting because John was a writer that became kind of a uh, a full-time uh, radio talk show host with like a weekly column. And Wes Montgomery, of course, was a brilliant morning man who had a column in the Edmonton Sun and three times picked the Super Bowl champion at the start of the year. And he didn't pick the Cowboys in the early 90s when they were the easy pick. I mean, he, I know one of the years he nailed the Giants and one of the years he nailed the Redskins. We love to still say that? I don't know. But anyways, that was the name of the team back then. Uh uh, Brownlee had a uh, a hard edge to him, but he was uh, Robin was a, a good dude if you got to know him, and uh, <laughs> he could. Oh man, he was he was pure gold to be a scrum in. There's no question about that. You can keep Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We're in Detroit. It's the Oilers and the Red Wings tonight. Some guests and Oilers now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply serving a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. You can tell Brendan, Chris, and Chef Eltaf that Oilers now sent you 9990 Jasper Avenue. Uh, we're also going to mention, and we're, we're mentioning this partially because there's a huge entourage that is going to meet me tomorrow in Montreal. That is our second Orders Now road trip. We sold out Nashville for the first road trip of the season. We've sold out 60 spots uh, for a couple suites on Saturday night, Bell Center in Montreal. That's where the Orders go next after Detroit. And we announced late last week that New Estrep, has an exclusive road trip to Dallas in April to watch the Oilers play the Stars. This new West travel package includes airfare, four nights deluxe hotel, great game ticket, and a reception with yours truly. Complete your trip with an optional AT&T stadium tour and a National League baseball game. Everything's bigger in Texas, including this road trip. You can reach out to New West Travel at visit them at newwesttravel.com. Without further ado, let's get to our sit-down. Our weekly sit-down with Sportsnet Television color analyst on Oilers broadcast, Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel. Providing Louis service, the Evans Providing service, genuine diesel parts, and turbochargers at great prices for over 50 years. Visit gcldiesel.com. Louis the Evans and Oilers and the Detroit Red Wings tonight. The Oilers on their second eight-game winning streak under head coach Chris Knobloch. 
Why do you think this has happened? Byproduct of a good team finally starting to find its game, or is there something going on with the coach? Well, I think a combination of both. I really do, and I think obviously schedule two plays a little part in it. They've had some big wins over some good teams, but some wins over teams that you would expect them to beat in the season, especially at this stage of the season. But no question, I think this is a team that's rounding out their game uh, after a difficult start. A coaching change seemed to um, steer the ship in the right direction. I mean, there's just no other way to look at it. When that happens, it certainly makes everybody aware that what they're doing at that time isn't good enough, and I think everybody took it to heart on this team. And uh, credit them. Uh, they, they've come out and put some real bunches of wins together to claw themselves right back up into a playoff spot. And uh, it seems like they're on their way, and now it's just a matter of maintaining that and winning the games that you should win. 16-3 and three over the last 19 games. During that stretch, the others are ranked number one in offense, goals four, number two in goals against and uh, number four on the PK and I think that's a good place to start I mean at the end of the day uh, the Oilers six games since Christmas they've only given up eight goals against it's been interesting to watch that percentage uh, climb up throughout uh, this new tenure with Chris Knobloch coming on board Paul Coffey Mark Stewart I know is who they've kind of given that penalty kill to to be the number one guy on it and I know Chris has uh, given him a lot of compliments throughout this and they've they've pared it down they've designated guys to be penalty killers which really does put that role into place but i also think it's just a confidence thing just like when the puck's not going in the net offensively if you're not confident in your penalty kill and that goes right from the four players on the ice and the goaltender included then pucks are going to go in the net they're going teams are going to find ways to come up with that loose puck and put it in the net but if you're confident and you believe in your penalty kill which i do believe the team does right now those second, third efforts in front of the net prevent goals instead of it finding the net. And I think you're seeing a lot of that. It's just, there's just a lot of battle level in front of the goaltender. There's blocking shots, more committed to getting into shooting lanes and deterring those shots from the high-quality chances. It's been good to see. And every single day, it seems like they're climbing up the chart and working up to be you know, a top-10 penalty-killing team along with a top-10 power play team. We're joined right now by Louis DeBras for GCLD. He's Edmonton and the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Stuart Skinner. I mean, he's 13 and 2 in his last 15 starts yeah. for the Oilers. But Calvin Pickard, who we're going to see tonight, he's played pretty well as well. And you need, and that's so important to have a goaltender you feel confident throwing in there to give you the performance you need, especially when you want to give your starter rest. That's played a lot of minutes, like Stuart Skinner has. Nobody has more wins than him since mid-November. So he's been a busy guy, but that's good. I think he likes to be busy. He said he has over the, his career liked it when he's the guy and he's going into that game and. You know, he doesn't ever not want to play a game, but at times you need to manage that load, and Calvin Pickett's come in and played a couple great games for Evans in the last game he played against Anaheim. I really believe that if it wasn't for him in that first period, that could have been a completely different type of game, and uh, credit him. He battled in there, gave his team a chance to weather that storm and eventually win that game fairly easily, but the start was the key to me, and it'll be important tonight versus Detroit. All right, uh, the Oilers' top offensive line with Connor McDavid, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman, obviously five on five, you look at the advanced metrics, they're as good as any line in the league. Has Zach Hyman surprised you? I mean, yeah. I mean, you look at it, 27-36 goals the last two years. He's well above, he's at a 55-goal pace right now for the Edmontoners with 25 goals so far this season. He has surprised me a little bit, and I guess it shouldn't because you've seen him every single year that he's been an Oiler get better and better. 
But I'm a, I'm, I'm a little bit more impressed with his finishing this year. That's the one thing that's impressed me. His work ethic, his battle down low, his determination to get to the net. Uh, he stands in front and just, you know, will stand in there. And any blasts that come his way, he's really good at, in my opinion, widening that net to eight feet instead of six where he posts up and, and allows guys to bounce it in off of him. He's made that just a real skill. Um, but it's his finishing this year. When he gets opportunities and walks in, there's a real assertiveness to his scoring. The shot, the deke on the backhand side is improved. And again, when that confidence starts to boil over, you see what can happen. And a guy that creates maybe <laughs> as much as anybody in the league when it comes to chances, gets himself to the right spot more often than not, you're starting to see more of those pucks go in the net. And he is off to, by far, his best starting goals. And you know what? It doesn't look like it's going to slow down, Bob. I think he's just going to continue doing this because this is the player that he's become. Yeah. And uh, good on him because, <clears throat> excuse me, I know he works on that a lot. I know he's determined to be better at that. He's had to work for everything he's got. And it shows because he just doesn't take nights off. We're joined by Louis DeBras for GCL Diesel. Bob Stoffer with you on uh, Oilers Now. Louis, a couple things with the game the other night. First of all, let's get to the goal that didn't count, especially yeah. <laughs> the one on the, the three-on-two for the Edmonton Oilers that Hyman deposited in the third period. I mean, I joked that that... Uh, that How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Video review took longer than the Warren Commission did on the Kennedy assassination. And it, it, and Connor McDavid made a point of they zoomed in and zoomed in and zoomed in until they finally, you know, ultimately saw what they wanted to see. Saw what they wanted to see. What's your take on that? Similar. It's similar. I'm not going to lie to you. And unfortunately, the, the video that we got on our telecast, there wasn't one that I saw that definitively said to me that it was offside. So I couldn't see how they could override it. Now, in hindsight now looking at it, they did have a, a view of the down the blue line that we didn't get, that we didn't see, that was blown up, and it did look like the puck had crossed before the body. But then you're in the argument of possession and control. And for me, by that time, Dreisaitl had controlled that puck. Yeah. Okay, honestly, I'm not just saying, like, I'm just looking at going, you took that to find out that it was maybe half of an inch or a quarter yeah. of an inch or an eighth yeah. of an inch offside, which offside is offside, I understand. But where was it? The stick was now on the puck. Yeah. He now is controlling it over the line before he was offside, not after he was offside. That's really key. They made the call. It's their judgment. And whether you like it or not, that's what it was. And the Oilers were still able to win a real tough game that probably shouldn't have been as tough as it was. But credit to Chicago team for being feisty. And, uh, you know, Evanson having an off night. They did. If they have an off night like that against this team tonight, They're gonna it'll lose. be a very, very different outcome. I can yeah, tell yeah you. no question. The Oilers winning 2-1 and what was an ugly win. Sometimes when you win ugly during the course of the season, it's also a sign you don't necessarily uh, have to have your A game all the time. Nope. Now, that said, Chicago was down seven of their best forwards. Detroit with a very deep set of forwards. Hey, look, we'd be uh, remiss without mentioning the fact you have a little bit of history with one of the uh, Detroit assistant coaches, the oh, boogeyman, yeah. Yeah. Bob Boogner, who uh, was a legend, part of that uh, Rob Ray, Brad May uh, group in Buffalo. Uh, Burnaby. 
Matt Barnaby. Uh, first of all, uh, where did you first cross paths with Bob Boogner? I knew Bob actually before we played junior against each other. We had crossed paths a little bit in just some in some camps that we were in, but we played a lot against each other in junior. He was Sault Ste. Marie, I was London. We were a big rivalry. And uh, Teddy Nolan was coaching Sault Ste. Marie at that time. They always had a big, physical, tough team that played hard. And uh, Boogie and I had a couple of really good scraps. He's a southpaw too, so... You know, when you're in junior, you're relatively the same size. He was, you know, one of the leaders of that Sault Ste. Marie team. And uh, we went at it in London one night. And I remember it was a great fight. It was one of those ones where we grabbed onto each other and we just started throwing. He was throwing lefts. I was throwing rights. We both got our good shots and we went to the penalty boxes and looked over each other and went, wow, that was a good spot. We started laughing and then we had another good one in Sault Ste. Marie, I believe the next year. Um, and then after that, we just stuck to playing hockey. But... You know, in junior, he was that guy that uh, kind of did it all. He was, he was a, a real leader on a Sault Ste. Marie team. He played a ton of minutes. He went up against all the best players in the league, but then he could drop the gloves and fight anybody, too. So he was kind of that guy and had a good NHL career, now even a better coaching career. He's been around for a long time as a coach, both in junior and the NHL. And um, I'm glad to see him having some success. And uh, whenever I see guys like that, we always get a smile because I think we shake our heads and say, the stuff we used to do back in the day, how did we do that? Uh, yes, indeed. That is Louis DeBras joining us for our friends at GCL Diesel, providing service, genuine diesel parts, turbochargers at great prices for over 50 years. Visit GCLDiesel.com. Uh, Bob Stoffert joining you uh, from Little Caesars Arena. Coming up in our next 10-minute uh, block, we'll hear from Red Wings defenseman, former Oiler Jeff Petrie, and get to Oilers now trivia for Pro-Am Sports. And again, on a very sad day in Edmonton, a day in which John Short at the age of 86 and Robin Brownlee at the age of 65 uh, passed away. Uh, we're getting lots of texts. We'll work in some of those as well. You're listening to Oilers now. It's 2.46 at Edmonton. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It's 449 in Edmonton. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floor Sex Line. No, it's 249 in Edmonton. 449 in Detroit. Uh, tough day uh, for uh, 
fans of uh, sport in Edmonton is uh, two guys who were very unique personalities and sporting icons in their own right. Uh, John Short at the age of 86 and Robin Brownlee passing away at the age of 65 today. Dino Bambino has texted us to say on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, geez, I remember falling asleep in my bed listening to El Coats call the Trappers games and John Short doing the sports talk show in the early to mid-1980s and I always had time for Robin Brownlee's articles too major losses. Yeah, Robin wrote for a number of years on Oilers Nation in a piece that uh, Jason Greger penned today. He referenced the infamous race between Brownlee and myself at uh, Edmonton Eskimos training camp. Uh, It was a 40-yard dash, and, uh, you know, I'm eight years younger uh, than Robin, and there was no way I was losing that race. And I turned and lost my balance and did a forward roll, and Robin had had some knee surgery, so I was lucky enough to win. And Hugh Campbell said, I knew there was no way you were going to lose to him. <laughs> and started laughing at Brownlee, and we laughed about that for years and years after. I think Kevin Curious actually filmed it. Um, you know, it's been a... It's been a tough one to say the least. You can text us at any time, 780-496-0063. And I'd recommend, uh, if you want to know a little bit more about Robin, Jason's done a real good job, real nice piece on that. All right, so the Oilers are in action tonight against the Detroit Red Wings. We're going to go to our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever had. Travis and Trent Wilhock. You can search for Wilhock. W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Let's get to our convo with former Oiler and current Red Wing, Jeff Petrie. Jeff, how would you uh, describe the season so far with the Red Wings? Um, well, I mean, I think we we had a good start. Um, went through a little um, tough stretch, um, you know, in December. But um, you know, we're we're playing a lot uh, a lot better now. Uh, you know, I think the three games uh, in California was a big uh, you know confidence booster for this team. Uh, you know, going out there and. And winning three games was, was big, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can keep that, keep that rolling now that we're, uh, we're back home. You guys pick up Patrick Kane, dominant offensive player in this league. You now one of the deepest sets of forwards in the NHL. Just a thought on, uh, you know, being on a, on a defense. Guys, lines one through four that can make plays and contribute offensively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's nice to have that those guys, uh, you know, with the skill up front and the ability to make plays. So, um, you know, my focus really this year is to make sure that uh, you know my defensive game is strong and um, you know being able to to get the puck up to those forwards, like you said, and uh, you know have them uh, you know make plays. So, um, you know, I think it's uh, you know for a little bit we were. You know, shuffling lines around here and there with some injuries, but uh, things uh, seem to be falling into place now as of late. This organization, Jeff, has had a lot of history, but the last four years had struggled a bit. You come in new to this, and you've taken a step forward. Just a, a thought on, you know, just you look around in this room, and obviously brand new arena helps, but it is a pretty special place, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it is. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I think I've been fortunate in my career to play for, for um, now four four teams that have had uh, had a rich history and uh, you know Detroit is one of those um, obviously um, you know the players that have come through here before um, you know they had the ability to, to watch them on a daily basis uh, growing up so it's uh, you know it's special um, you know this, this team means a lot uh, to the city and uh, you know to get this uh, you know things back um, up and running and, and, and back 
uh, where everyone wants him to be is, uh, is a big part. Uh, the Red Wings, some said a bit of a reach when I took Morris Sider six overall in the draft that year. you got to watch this guy. He's obviously emerged into a, a young star in the back end. What do you see? Yeah, I mean, I think he's, uh, he's a guy that uh, you know skates really well. Um, He's not afraid to play a physical game. Uh, you know, the size that he has is, you know, something you can't. Uh, not everyone has, so you know, I think he uses all those tools uh, to his advantage. Um, you know, whether it's you know, skating himself out of trouble, making a good pass, uh, you know, playing physical. I think uh, you know all the tools are there, and you know, I think uh, you know as defensemen you know, play more games, they they see what uh, you know what works for them, and then they continue to grow. One final one for you, Jeff. The focus is always on your own team, but is it different when you play against the Connor McDavid? Like, you know, sometimes maybe uh, coaches might limit the amount of, uh, you know, pre-scout discussion that takes place with the team. Is Edmonton a different dynamic because of their offensive ability and specifically because of the uniqueness of maybe the most advanced player we've ever seen in terms of Connor McDavid? Yeah, I mean, Obviously, it's the first time we're playing uh, this season, so I'm not sure how the, the free scout's gonna it's gonna go. But you know, in years years past, it's you know you obviously look across and, and have a guy that uh, you know has that speed, that skill. Um, so you definitely know have to know when he's on the ice, and you know, like you said, it's it's all about our structure. But um, you know, just making sure that we know where he is on the ice, and um, you know, that's one guy that you're uh, you know more likely to. Better word, shadow out there, and uh, to make sure you got somebody, you know, on his hip the, the whole game. That's uh, Jeff Petrie. His father, Dan Petrie, pitched for the Detroit Tigers. He was a second-round pick out of the Oilers back in 06 out of Michigan State, now 36 years of age. Petrie spent five years in Edmonton, eight seasons with the Montreal Canadiens, last year in Pittsburgh, and then he was uh, flipped in a deal this year to the Detroit Red Wings. He's played with Ben Sherratt mostly. That tandem played a lot together as Montreal went on an extended run, in large part because of the goaltender Carey Price, but also uh, because of the play of their D and how hard and tough their D was, and they upset Vegas in round three. Came back on the Leafs uh, in round number one uh, back in the All-Canadian division the year Edmonton uh, was knocked off by Winnipeg, and then, frankly, Montreal upset Winnipeg, I thought, in round number two as well. Jeff Petrie, who had a had a great career in the National Hockey League. Uh, We do have Ron McLean coming up today at uh, 3.05. We're going to tell you with close to 35 years in business, Brent Ridge Ford has many long-term loyal customers. If you currently own an F-150, you can get up to $16,000 off on a new F-150 this year. If you want to be treated fairly at every aspect of vehicle ownership and get award-winning service, call our friends at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. Ask for Rich, Johnny, and Uncle Milt in sales or Kevin, Margie, and Mike in service. Remember, cars cost less in Otasco. And we're also going to do this right here, right now. It is time. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. We're going to get to Oilers Now Trivia. It's brought to you all season long by Pro-Am Sports. Fan cave and fan gear specialists for all budgets. All correct answers in January are entered to win a Marc Messier 11 by 14 autographed and framed Oilers photo. You can check out ProAmSports.ca or visit them in-store, 12728 St. Albert Trail in Edmonton. Here's the question. It's a fairly easy one for you, and it doesn't go back too far. Name the former Edmonton Oilers captain 
that is an assistant general manager of the Detroit Red Wings. Named the former Edmonton Oilers captain, who is a current assistant general manager of the Detroit Red Wings. I spoke to him earlier today. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kelburn and come back with Ron McLean from NHL Hockey and Rogers when we return on Oilers Now.